1: Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines. Coming at you on Wednesday, September 1st, 2021. It is September. It is the fall. That means it is football season, but we're not here to talk about football, Ty. This oh, is a movie pod. We're here to talk about vacation friends. Maybe someone going on a, on a fall vacation. I know I got a weekend trip planned later this month. I have no idea where I'm going, but I got one planned. Nice. Um, vacation. Going, going to the lake this weekend. You are without me. You were invited. I don't. You can't act like that's on on me. What's the sleeping situation? Cuddled, Did you guys asked to use my parents' trailer. All four of us are cuddling. We're staying with Tim in Tim's trailer. Okay. Well, it's, there's an extra trailer there in case you wanted the space, but well, I don't want. I don't want to hinder. I don't want to be a nuisance. No one's there. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll ask. <laughs> um, Vacation friends starring John Cena, um, the wannabe Kevin Hart, Lil Rel Howery. You're so disrespectful, Jay. That's Buddy. <laughs> The want to be Kevin Hart, a Hulu exclusive film. Um, we audibled. We were originally going to watch a scary movie, and thankfully, my beautiful girlfriend Riley Audible to Vacation Friends, mm. starring my arguably my favorite actor in John Cena. So, got a yeah. lot of things to say about this movie. Not this sh- really, but this should be the Candyman podcast. If you want to do, but it I don't. I don't want to watch it. it. I don't want to watch it either. So. You could record it with someone else, and I'll just edit it for you and put it on the feed. <laughs> it's fine. We'll talk about Vacation Friends. Let's get into it.
0: Fly ball into right field, she is gone! I don't feel so good. Hulk! Smash! Hey, look up, you can put it on the board, yes!
1: A couple meets up with another couple while on vacation in Mexico, but their friendship takes an awkward turn when they get back home. It's the worst fucking synopsis I've ever read. Why don't you vet these synopsises before you read them? I just, it's IMDB. I, I feel like that's an accredited organization. <laughs> that's what they're giving me to work with. And it gets more complicated when they get back home. I mean, it's not just getting home. It's There's a fucking wedding like months later. Storyline. In this raw and raunchy comedy, straight-laced Marcus and Emily are befriended by wild, thrill-seeking partiers Ron and Kyla at a resort in Mexico. Living in the moment, they usually... The usually level-headed couple lets loose to enjoy a week of uninhibited fun and debauchery with their new, quote-unquote, vacation friends. Months after their walk on the wild side, Marcus and Emily are horrified when Ron and Kyla show up uninvited at their wedding, creating chaos and proving that what happens on vacation doesn't necessarily stay on vacation. See, that's too much of a mouthful. I need an (laughs) in-between. Have you ever made any vacation friends? Um, Not that come to mind. I wish I have. Okay. I haven't. Like, the closest thing, like, I don't know, when I was a kid and I went to the, tra- like, the motorhome, not, I don't want to say trailer park, but, like, one of those, like, motorhome, you know, camping areas with my nana and, like, making friends with the neighborhood campers. Okay. Maybe that's the closest. Um, when we were in Hawaii, we did zip lining. There's this group of, like, four sisters that we were talking to. I but you we just hanging out with f- for, like, that, that time, but yeah, we never I- hung out outside of that. That's the thing. If you're going to be a bona fide vacation friend, I think you have to see them multiple events yeah plan to see them somewhere yeah and i i don't think i've ever had that unfortunately i've never met a uh ron and kyla if you met a ron and kyla would you do crazy shit with them no no i don't want to do coke on vacation with random people you don't want to do coke not with random people <laughs> i feel like that's the only way to do coke <laughs> is with random people i teach their own Um, We didn't mention at the opening We're also going to do a draft Because we don't have any Marvel to talk about Because what if is whatever Oh shit, Jay um, Next week is Shang-Chi So we're going to be heavy Marvel, only Marvel um, Talking about that movie, doing the movie ranking scale And you know, probably spending 30 minutes just talking about Whatever we're going to speculate about It's a vigorous, in-depth conversation Compared to these movie reviews Yeah, absolutely So we're drafting the top five things to do on vacation Or just vacation-related things Bingo um, not to do on vacation vacation related okay i need that distinction very clear okay fair enough um this film was funny yep. um it was it was just a stupid hulu original film um yeah <laughs> it's it was a comedy man it, don't overthink it yeah. You know, it was, it was what it was going to be. It's going to be a dumb comedy of obviously you have the straight lace, and the partiers and that, that conflict and you know, it's cool while they're on vacation and then they get back to the real world and how does that conflict with what they're trying to be versus what they were on vacation. And it was, um, it was a fun watch. I liked the, the, the two guys obviously, but the two girls were also great in this. Mm-hmm. Um, Meredith Hanager as Kylo was very funny. Mm-hmm um the emily girl y- yvonne yvonne orgy orgy o r j i oh yeah or he or he i don't know they were both good um but it was a it was a fun watch i will say this movie when i watched it i watched it on a, i think friday night saturday night like i watched it pretty fairly early than when i usually do with these types of movies if i'm just being honest for a second um it had like an eighty-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes when I initially watched it. Really Ooh. high, promising score that has tanked. Yeah, no. What happened? That's I didn't even see that. It was uh, maybe maybe not eighty-five, but it was definitely over seventy-five for sure. It is now at fifty-eight because it, it forty-nine was, audience. Well, because it was so high and the audience was in the fifties when I watched it, and it's just gone downhill. I, maybe it was like fucking 10 reviews and they got lucky super yeah. small sample size because it's only at 55 critic reviews right now yeah and i mean i i kind of expected this to get a bad you know tomato score because it's just a a raunchy like you use the word raunchy it's a raunchy adult humor comedy movie that doesn't really have much depth like there's not much depth there by design yeah um you know even the conflict of the movie which is you know just predictable in this type of movie, you know, they don't become friends and they become sad. And then the, the normal couple, I should say, um, has to go and apologize to them. Like they made that happen quick, which I appreciated because some movies will drag that out. And it was literally, they just went to a waffle house and said, sorry, and he kissed waffle John house. Cena on the forehead. And then John Cena was good. Um, <laughs> but you know, it, it, it wasn't, it was designed to be like that. So I could see why it would do bad. Critically, audience i'm a little surprised by because it is a turn your brain off kind of just dumb comedy i don't know if that's a lot of people were watching it expecting like a a different kind of comedy and got more of this raunchy very adult you know comedy or if it was just it didn't land as much because it wasn't the funniest movie i've ever seen definitely isn't the funniest john cena performance not even close i mean blockers and the movie we just reviewed the suicide squad you check that out if you haven't already um much better performances but yeah i will say john cena still was pretty good in this and his you know kind of role that you know different variations of it you know you have like the dad kind of role in blockers and you have like the over-the-top uh, peacemaker role in the suicide squad this is more along those lines and i think he thrives in that kind of role same thing with train wreck um i thought he was good i thought uh wannabe kevin hart was good maybe would have been better if it was kevin hart um little i need a little Rel Howery? Yeah. Little Rel Howery. There's some respect on his name. Um, They were both pretty solid. I mean, it wasn't their greatest performance. I mean, we've both watched two recent movies where they were probably better in, respectively. This is three um, movies in a row with these guys. Yeah. Is that right? Well, The Suicide Squad and then Free Guy and then this, unless I'm mistaken. Ah, uh, Reminiscence. Ugh, fuck. Don't I, I already forgot about that movie? <laughs> movie um, stunk. So I'm just I'm surprised by by the response. Yeah, going through Rotten Tomatoes on like the audience score, every single one is just like was really okay. <laughs> and so I feel like it's just teetering that line to where like and eh, not not the best, but like no one hated it, but everyone kind of was hoping for a bigger laugh than what was delivered. Two stars. Yeah. Like I feel like it's not like a shit movie. It's just teetering that line to where it's like it's you know it was a good enough watch, but nothing incredible. Which is probably what's giving it that that middling score. Yeah, I don't know how the audience score percentage works because I'm looking at it now and it's stars. But then it's percentage. See, I always thought it was just like, did you like this movie? Yes. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. This is what the Within the Lines movie ranking scale is for, though, because we give it a definitive number ranking one through 100 on five different categories. And we say if it's Within the Lines, Above the Line, Below the Line, or Draw the Line. I think I could safely say we are not drawing the line on this movie. And I, I don't want to speak for you, but I would also be a little bit shocked if it was uh, below the line. I'm going to be honest. Okay. Um, we'll see, though, because I, I just – I don't know. I feel like you're going to shit on this movie, and I'm going to disagree with you. Where's below the line? 64.5? Yeah. Okay. We'll see. Um, all right. That being said, patent pending movie scale. Plot slash story tie. I went back and forth on this. Um, I liked the whole – I, I like that they didn't drag out the conflict. Um, I know that makes it kind of lack in depth, but I kind of like that decision that they made. Um, I it was rather predictable, although I didn't really see the like the trailers, um, so I I didn't. I thought the whole movie was going to be in Mexico, and it wasn't, so mm-hmm. that was a, just a surprise to me, just because I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. Um, a lot of logic jumps, you know, but that was just kind of the nature of the movie, That's like John fine. Cena being able to drive a three hundred and seventy yard green, um, in the golf. Competition that they had. That was his buddy. Moved the ball. Well, he said he still landed on the yeah, green, but... Yeah. No fucking sense. Um, just fucking smokes it. Um, I mean, I don't know. You see how big his fucking arms are? <laughs> you take some lessons, I bet he could fucking drive it. That's true. That's true. Um, I don't know. It was just kind of was what it was. I gave him an 11. Yeah, I um, gave it a 12. I was fine with it. Again, I, I I didn't know this move was coming out until like we watched it. Yeah. And Riley recommended it. Um, it was... For not knowing anything, very predictable, very trope Um, They weren't trying to reinvent the wheel. It was, these are movie tropes. These are what get people to laugh. This is a way to advance a story. These are typical story conflicts. Um, you know, the party people being uninvited to the wedding, the friends showing up and they shouldn't show up. Like, that shit that happens all the time Yeah, in movies. Like, that. that's very predictable. Um, but there wasn't anything, like, the pacing was fine. There wasn't anything out of order. Um, I, I liked the thing where Lil Ralph Hallery thought he was the dad or -hmm. the baby and like how they kind of drug that mystery out a little bit. Yeah. Um, so it was fine. It was just 12. Yeah. How would you feel if like you didn't remember, but like you made some vacation friends and Victoria just got down with that vacation friend, like on top of you and you didn't remember it and you found out months later. I'd be pissed that I didn't remember. I know <laughs> that's that where I was leaning towards. <laughs> I would just I would do drugs the rest of my life to build like a tolerance to where like <laughs> I can remember next time. I will never let this happen again. <laughs> um, yeah, it just was what it was. Um, like you said, very predictable. Visual cinematography ties. So this movie wasn't necessarily like insanely shot or you know greatly filmed or anything. That being said, there was two scenes in particular where they made stylistic choices that I actually really enjoyed. So I gave this a 16. Really? Yes. Okay. Um, the cliff scene looked like dog shit. The cliff scene did look fake. It looked very much like a CGI um, cliff. Y- you got to find a way to make that look better. Yeah. That's just all that came to mind when I thought of cinematography. I liked the scene where they were tripping. That is one of the scenes I liked. Um, I had a good time with that. And I liked the slow-mo of the bird shitting. In that the was ring. the other scene I like, Or yeah. in the... When he drops the rings, right? Yeah, that was the other scene. I like those two scenes. And they were both Uh, cinematography decisions. Fair. um, um, No, I have two good, one bad, gave it a 12. 12. Everything else, it looked average. They had two good scenes, but then they had a scene that looked like shit, which kind of takes away from the two good scenes for me. Yeah, I just like it because they they tried something outside the box, and it it did add to the humor. Uh, The trip and ball scene, I mean, I've never tripped balls, but, I mean, maybe it was realistic. Um, but just to make that stylistic choice. And it wasn't just like they change the color of the sky. I'm pretty sure the aspect ratio changed slightly, if I'm not mistaken. I think, like, the lens probably changed, too. Yeah. Uh. Um, so they did that. But the scene that, it, like, honestly made me laugh. I don't say laugh out loud, but I did laugh audibly. Was the scene where they were just zooming in, like, cheap uh, keynotes on fucking iMovie. When the, the motorcycle and it zoomed in on him. And then, you know, the girl <laughs> and the yoga mat. And it zoomed in. And then it zoomed on the bird. Like, that made me laugh. It was a... a A cinematography decision that actually added to the humor, and I was like, you know what? That deserves a little bit of credit for me because, you know, as stupid as it was, it was, like, intentionally bad, but it was funny, and I liked it, so I gave it some credit for that. What are those machines where it's, like, 50 different random things happen to, like, turn on a light switch? A Rude Goldberg machine? Yeah. That's what it was. It it (laughs) felt like that, where it was, like, just random shit going, like, connecting together, and they were shooting it like that towards, like, this caused this caused this. (laughs) Um, I did like that scene, don't get yeah. me wrong. But I just like the cheap-ass fucking zoom-in they did. And even, like, it wasn't even, like, good quality. Like, they zoomed in, and it got, like, a little fuzzy. Like, <laughs> it was like they filmed it and then went into their in post-production post. yes. and did the keynotes. <laughs> that was not the cameraman fucking zooming in <laughs> on it or anything.
0: Um, it was funny. I
1: liked it. I did, but with that being said, you're calling it cheap right now. You know it didn't look amazing. It was a choice, and it looked good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was enjoyable to watch, but it's not like it was incredible... Like incredibly shot. Um, the coloring was p- plain. Framing, I didn't notice anything with framing or any cool shots like that. And then the shitty, um, I think when they were in the plane, it kind of looked like shit too, and they sucked the catamaran, if I'm not mistaken. In the plane? Um, the helicopter getting rescued. Oh. Uh, so there's just a few things where I, it's just, I can't give it anything higher than a 12 with a few of the scenes. Okay. Key elements, Jay, what would you give it? I gave it a 14. Uh, It was funny. It made me laugh. It didn't make me laugh as much as like another comedy. And again, Key Elements is a pretty easy thing to get a high score on for me just based on what I do. So 14 is actually on the lower side of things just based on what I traditionally give out usually in the the 15 to 18 range. So I think I might have expected a little bit more because of Mr. John Cena. Um, But I did laugh and I did enjoy it. So you know, 14 out of 20. Yeah, I also gave it a 14. Okay. Um, it was funny, but it wasn't as funny as it could have been because I've seen these two guys in, in their own respective things, and I've liked them a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, John Cena, obviously, we talk about him a lot. We're really big fans of him. Lil' Rel Howery, um, you always say he's the better or worse Kevin Hart. Well, I just I discovered him three weeks ago. I didn't know who he was until Free Guy. Oh, he's been in a few different things. He's fairly funny. I like him in a lot of stuff, um, but...
0: They were okay, which yeah.
1: which kind of is the next category. But just the humor overall, like it, it, a lot of it didn't hit. Okay, and some of it was just like, eh. Haha. There was some laugh out loud funny moments, but it wasn't as funny as they're intending to make it. Yeah, that's for sure. Fair. Um, the drama and the the story, like it, yeah, that was baseline. I'm not giving any credit for this. It just wasn't that funny of a comedy. It wasn't a bad comedy, but it wasn't like a blow-my-socks-off funny comedy. Fair. Characters. I gave it the same score, 14. Also gave it a 14. <laughs> um, I, I did like John Cena in this. Like I said, this is kind of his little niche that he's found himself in, um, and he's good at it. I, I would argue this is almost a little bit of a of a different type character for him, where he's the party guy. He's not the straight guy who's like the over-the-top straight guy. Like He's the one antagonizing things. Yeah, well, I mean, but that, that kind of crude humor of Peacemaker, you know, he was still very crude in that. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, I mean, in uh, Trainwreck, he was still a little crude. I mean, with the whole... Yeah, but, like, in those, like, Peacemaker, he's the straight-laced military guy. And in yeah. Blockers, he's the straight-laced dad. Like, he isn't the over-the-top create-the-havoc, where in this movie, he is the create-the-havoc character. Yeah. On the comedy, which is a little a little different, but still similar enough with, with the movie style. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I'm just like – I'm looking at John Cena, and I look at his cinematography before we touch on the rest of the characters in this movie. And, like, I I know you argue that Batiste is bigger and whatever. You know, he's in Guardians, whatever. Um, Come, I don't know. In Dune coming up, the Suicide Squad just takes off. Um, that's but true. He's making got his own series. Um, you look at John Cena's cinematography and, like, yeah, there's some really shitty WWE Studios movies in there, um, which I'm not really going to judge those because I feel like he was probably forced to do those. Um, I mean, the Marines, I think, one of the best WWE – I haven't seen it, but just how it's been accepted, one of the best uh, WWE Studios movies. But, you know, I haven't seen Playing With Fire. You know, I think it's just a dumb family movie, whatever. You know, he was good in Trainwreck. Blockers was good. The Suicide Squad was good. Bumblebee, he played more of that straight-laced guy. And Bumblebee was actually very enjoyable. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Um, probably better than any of the Transformers movies, if I'm just being honest. <laughs> like, really? I Maybe number one is better. Maybe – um, but I mean, those, those Transformers movies also soured me. Um, Daddy's Home 2. What do you got against the, the, they just got bad quick. Uh, Daddy's Home 2, he was pretty decent in. Like, I, I liked his performance in that. Um, I mean, Ferdinand, I've never seen. I don't know. Um, I guess he was also in Doolittle, but I don't know everything I've seen him in. And again, I know I'm biased, but I feel like outside of Fast 9, where he was very obviously playing a role that just didn't suit him. Um, I've really liked everything he's done. I think he's a, a pretty good tour de pharmacy. He was funny in even though that overall wasn't as funny as it could have been. I still haven't watched that. It's not as funny as you would think when you like when we found it and we were like, oh my god, this sounds hilarious. Fuck yeah, I was hopeful. It's it was it was whatever. He he knows what he's good at, um, and he's he's very much been targeting that. He you know, he made the got the paycheck in fast nine. Is it nine? Yeah, F9 f9 he got the paycheck which you know good for him get your money but it just wasn't an acting role for him outside of that he usually does a pretty good job of finding roles that he's going to succeed in and not putting himself in a situation to fail yeah um but i i i don't know i liked him in this movie but i didn't like him as much as i like him in other stuff yeah no for sure for sure um but just you know even if this is like the floor i don't know if it's necessarily the floor but i don't know i think he i think he has a niche especially in comedy movies um that can be filled i mean you got the big action star he's almost like a comedy action he could be in theory like this comedy action star um because i don't he just he seems. he has good like i don't know i feel like he has good timing i feel like he's just and the way he is and how big he is and how serious you perceive him to be it just it, it helps him Whereas The Rock has been funny in things, but he's more of, like, the charming kind of funny, you know, and other big action stars. I mean, like, Ryan Reynolds, obviously, he's comedy, but I don't know. I feel like there's a little niche for John Cena out there that he could fill in nicely. Yeah, you're definitely not wrong. And I could absolutely see him in some sort of, like, buddy cop franchise Yeah, where it's, like, an action movie. Not, like, a cop, but, like, that type of movie um, where it's, like, some sort of action adventure where he's, you know, one of the fucking guys with someone else. I mean – I I I like the movie. I know you weren't didn't like it as much, but Stuber. I feel like John Cena could have fucking probably played that same role Batista did. Batista wasn't like fantastic in that movie. Yeah, no, I don't I don't disagree with that. Um it's just incredible to hear you a little soured on Stuber. Well, look, I was very transparent by the fact that I went and saw it in the theaters. I was in Boston. I was on vacation. You know, maybe going to the movies is something you know vacation related things that I have. Um, and I was sitting next to a couple who were probably within their first three to five dates. Maybe they were dating for years. I don't know. But it seemed like they were within their <laughs> first— They were just first... awkward as shit for the past five years. Well, it wasn't awkward. It was just like they were— I don't mean— This is not indicative of my relationship, but they were enjoying themselves so much they did not strike me as a couple who had been together a long time and are, like, familiar <laughs> with each other. They struck me as like a couple who were like honeymoon phase. Yes, okay. And they were just fucking loving life, dude. They laughed at every joke, and it made me laugh. Like just and Riley was dead asleep, so I latched onto them like as my like (laughs) you were their third wheel because they were sitting right next to me. So every time they laughed, and it was a black guy and a white girl, and not that that matters, but the black guy would always uh, (laughs) slap his knee like he was fucking like R H like slapping his knee. And I was like, these guys I are love fucking. I knee slap. <laughs> <laughs> these guys are loving their life. They're loving this movie. And it made me laugh. Because you know that. I mean, if you're with people and other people laugh, it's just, it is easier to laugh at stupid shit that when you're watching it by yourself, you're like, ah, maybe that wasn't as funny as I thought. That's fair. Um, so that's how, that's why I like Stuber a lot. So maybe if I watch this movie with that couple, maybe i just need to track them down somehow and like hire them to just watch movies with me. It's your movie buddies. <laughs> Um, that's funny did I ever get my score yeah 14 I have 14 um be Kevin Hart was good in this um I feel I still feel like Kevin Hart might have been a little bit better nope um I refuse to I refuse to say that they both have their each, each. <laughs> his mannerisms are just the exact same like as much <laughs> as I want to deny it <laughs> it's just the way he like tells his jokes is the exact same yeah. as Kevin Hart it's yeah. incredible um you but, know I I like the dad character I thought that was good. It was predictable that he would love John Cena, but not, but hate. Super fucking predictable. But I, I still enjoy it. Goes with story. Goes with movie tropes. The brother was a dick. Um, that was, he's the, he's the fucking, he's the vine guy. King Bach. Yeah. Yeah. He was good. He was like an actual asshole. No, he was fine. Um, good for him to pivot. The girls, you know, this was more focused. On I know the guys. he's done other shit since then, but I just haven't cared for, to watch any of it. Yeah good for him to pivot um the girls were fine this was much more centered on the guys i felt like than the girls I, the girls I, had their moments but i feel like you're not giving kyla enough credit okay she was i just think she, was, like she wasn't that frequent i don't know i i thought she was great in this movie she was funny i thought she was drew barrymore for like half the movie <laughs> nope she kind of looks like her drew barrymore is much older i feel tell me though if drew barrymore wasn't younger this would be like a good role for her I, maybe she gave me drew more vibes I don't get those same vibes I don't know if it was like fifty first dates and it's like she forgets her memory so she's crazy technically and this girl was crazy maybe that's where I got the vibes I don't know people with brain damage are crazy noted um and then did you think when she was lying and said John Cena like captured her I thought that was real that actually <laughs> sucked me in no again that was just a funny scene by the fucking that was funny um but it all goes back to John Cena John like for me at least John Cena was very endearing he, his character made no sense because he was wild and fucking crazy, but then he was like the biggest sweetheart in the film. Always had uh Lil Ray Howard, Howry, Little Ray Howery? Lil Rel. Lil Rel Howery. How, Lil Rel. Uh, he always had Lil Rel's back. Correct. No matter what. And he was just fucking, he was good. I, I don't him. understand why he pawned the rings. Because he wanted to bet with the- Correct, but that's a bad friend move. For him being such a good friend, that's a bad friend move. Because no one talks to him like they talked to him at breakfast that day. Got it. I would do that. Okay. Someone disrespect you, your wedding, we, can, we can tie those rings. are getting pawned. Okay. That's <laughs> good to know. I'm glad you didn't have them till the day of. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I enjoyed the characters. Could have been better, but... 14. Final score, enjoyment. Not final score. Final category, enjoyment. What'd you give it? Look, I know this isn't the best made movie, but I... I still laughed, maybe not as much as I wanted, but I still laughed. I turned my brain off. Um, I didn't hate anything, and I just I walked away from it being like, that was a fun watch, and for that reason, I wish I can give it half a point, like .5, should but I'm not going to. Should we start doing that? No, I'm not going to do that. I'm Except just going to go 16. I'm going to round up. I was going to do 15.5, which puts it right in between uh, Luca and uh, Free Guy. Luca 15, Free Guy 16, but I'm just going to round up to Free Guy 16. Okay. Even though I probably liked Free Guy just a little bit more, but you know what? That's all right. Did not enjoy this as much. You gave it a twelve. Jeez. It was fine. Like I didn't hate it, but it was. I like. I'm not never gonna think of this movie again. I'm never gonna want to go back and watch it. Wow. Like it was a fine watch, but like the comedy was was funny, and I, I think on a second watch it won't be as funny. Um, there was no lasting, nothing lasting that like I'm thinking of the next day and like, haha, that was funny. It was fine. Um, I, You know, I look at my other things. Snake Eyes got a 12. Um, yes. Jungle Cruise got a 12. And I feel like this was kind of on that level where I didn't have a problem watching the movies, but I wasn't blown away and didn't, you know,
0: enjoy you them. do feel like
1: you enjoyed yourself more watching this than you did Snake Eyes? No. I really I don't. I, I think Snake Eyes had its own niche and, and um, you know, like it was an action movie, obviously, and I enjoyed that the same as I enjoyed this level of comedy. Alrighty. Do you think this is uh is hurt by the fact you watched a much better movie directly after? No, I will say you're absolutely right, because Hulu has a feature where like unlike Netflix where like halfway through a movie it's like, Hey, are you still watching? Hulu doesn't give a fuck. We watched a movie and it auto played another movie afterwards. <laughs> and like we were busy doing shit. Like I-, I was on my phone or whatever, and the movie just started playing. We just looked up and we just started laughing and we watched the entire fucking movie that auto played. Turns out uh, it's called Plan B. It's got a 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I told Riley that that happened uh, and she's like, "Oh, I've heard good things about the movie. Everyone compares it to Booksmart, which is what you also said." It is. And I was like, "Why does it compare to Booksmart?" She's like, "Oh, it's like a coming-to-age kind of teenage girl." I was like, "Oh, so just any coming-to-age teenage girl is just going to be compared to Booksmart now?"
0: Well, yeah, any, I like that.
1: Any similar story with guys would be compared to like Superbad or something. No, I don't I don't do that. I don't compare anything. Well, that's stupid. You should compare things. Compare and contrast, Jay. I need to watch it, though. It was May fantastic. 28th. Why didn't we watch it for the podcast? I don't fucking. I don't what know. were we doing on May 28th? I literally didn't even find this movie, Jay. It was brought to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what would you give that an enjoyment on? Probably like a. 16? Okay. 17? It was funny, man. It was a great movie. It was emotional. Great scenes. Memorable. Absolutely would go back and rewatch that. I'm trying to see. So it came out May 28th. So. Oh, God. I'm all the way in 2020. Why am I in 2020? I deleted our old podcast schedule. I do well, I'm, not know. I'm looking at our posted episodes. Uh, yeah. Cruella. Yeah, that's fair. Actually, we took a week off. May 25th. We didn't record early June for whatever reason. And then we uploaded on June 7th. Sick. Early June? Was that was that Bachelor Week? Bachelor, bachelor? No. Bachelor Weekend was June Uh. They're like twelfth thirteenth we uploaded uh in the heights june sixteenth so yeah, we just so skipped that week we absolutely could have reviewed plan B. Yeah. It was uh Those Who Wish Me Dead and then Army of the Dead. We went two straight dead movies. Could have could have been three with a plan B. B, am I right? Ew <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, Tyler. Um, I gave this movie a final score of a 71 out of 100. Okay. Um, where would that, is that above the line? Yeah, above the line. So that's a 64.5. It is within the lines. Mine, uh, aggressively, unintentionally, 64. Okay. It is, it is below the line. Okay. It's as close to you as you can get, but it is below the line. Well, it is not below the line because we take both of our scores into consideration. So it makes it within the lines. Correct. But my score was below the line. Stop being an individual. Whoa, No Jay. individualism here. We're a team. Fuck. I'm, I'm fucking up this spreadsheet, bro. And we're both fucking it up because we're a team. <laughs> I love that team. The team. Um, so, that, that'll that be a final score of what? Like 68-ish? Atmosphere here. What's your score? 71. 71-64. Final score, 67.5. That's barely. a th- score we've never given out. That's barely. Th- oh. Nice. I don't see the updated score, but why does it not auto? Why is it on the bottom still? Well, because I put it on the bottom and then I do rank and then it sorts it. And then if we go up, we see it sitting here at 52nd out of 87 reviewed movies. That's fair. It's pretty middle of the pack. Right above Mortal Kombat, right below Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, Also, a point lower than The Binge, which feels right. I like The Binge more, even though I gave this one more. Maybe not then. I don't know. (laughs) I gave The Binge three points higher and that feels fair. That was a that was a, a good fun, dumb movie. Eurovision 71.5. I'm surprised that got as high as it did. It had great music. I know for it's a too. fact I gave it scores for the music. Oh, it did. I still music. think of the song. So is that Ya yeah, ya yeah, ding dong? Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and even the other song, the one they sung for the actual competition was actually like pretty right. decent. Like actually good. Yeah. Not like haha good, but like oh, did okay. it get nominated for an Oscar? Yeah, it did. <laughs> I I don't know if it won, but it definitely got nominated for best original. Not score best original song, yeah, or some shit like that. Pretty good, yeah. Uh, but all right, Jay. This movie is about friends on vacation. Let's talk about what to do while you're on vacation. I thought it was things related to vacation. Related to vacation. <laughs> I need to make sure that distinction's noted. Within the lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast, and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, we highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about m- making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. So before we get into the draft, Eurovision was nominated Best Original Song, uh, Husevic Eurovision Song Contest Story of Fire Saga. Um, nominated at Lost to Fight for You from Judas and the Black Messiah. Um, so I watched that movie. I don't remember that song. I don't either. I liked the movie. It was really good. The movie's fantastic. Yeah. For the acting. I didn't remember it for the music. Eurovision I remember for the music. So what does that say, Academy? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think they could give a Will Ferrell movie a fucking Academy Award ever. That's fair. Even though maybe Smart might have won one. He was executive producer on that. But that's okay. They don't have to know that. Um it's just a little dirty secret. Top five re- vacation-related things, Ty. You get the first overall pick. Last time we did uh, whatever our draft was, the last draft, I got the first overall pick. Um, what was our last? Oh, top five things to do in Grand Theft Auto. And Bingo. And I going to a strip club. Um, so maybe that's your vacation thing as well. We could have repeat ones. Uh, nope. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm not saying – I'm saying it could theoretically. Okay. I've never been to a strip club. Me either. But it could be a thing related to being on vacation. Yeah. Okay. So you're, what's your one-on-one? Do you have a very specific one-on-one? I mean, I feel like it's got to be the one-on-one. Everyone does it on vacation, um, whether you're in a hotel or an Airbnb. It's, it's turning the AC down as cold as it will get. Oh, okay. Have you been listening to part of my take? I did see that one, and it's – I mean, Vacation Friends was an obvious connection to hotel things. Yeah. And that one did come to mind, and it had to have been turning down the AC. Okay, um, I I just everyone fucking does it. It's the best part about being on vacation, and I still get yelled at. But I can't be like she's like oh it costs money. I'm like I don't care. It's free. You're paying for that room. What do you mean? Like it costs money. Well, like at home, if gotcha. I do it, I get gotcha. yelled at. Cause like, oh, the at the hotel. Right. No, no, no. no Cause but I gotta like, talk yeah. to Victoria. Like you're paying a hundred. Well, she just doesn't night. like when it's cold, but she can't <laughs> have that argument in her back pocket of it's too much money. Make it warmer. It's free. It's going to be cold. Yeah. Just turn the AC down. And look, you could always get it cold and then just bundle up with blankets. If it's hot, you're fucked. Nothing I can do. Every time. N- nothing um, I can do. A hot hotel room is the worst. Absolute the worst. Just a hot room in general to sleep in. Just the worst. Yep. I don't know why I specifically like did a spec- like hotel only hot hotel rooms suck. But no, every hot room sucks to sleep in. And, um, you know, it just reminds you how fortunate we are to live in America that we have central air conditioning and all this stuff like there's people out there in africa and stuff and other just you know central america all this stuff they don't have the the kind of things we have so just put that in perspective. which is crazy because they're like on the equator yeah put that into perspective everyone i couldn't survive uh my first overall pick i know you're probably not going to pick it but just because you're picky um just <laughs> i'm picky too um it's eat specific foods that's like only from that place or it doesn't have to necessarily be only from that place. So example, I went to Philadelphia and I had a Philly cheese stick. I went to, you know, New York pizza, Chicago pizza, um, fucking (laughs) waffle house in Arizona, even though that's not only in Arizona, but that's one, that's my favorite part of going to Arizona is eating waffle house. Fuck yeah. Just no matter where you go, you got to get something. Uh, when we went to Chicago, I got Nando's, which I was very excited for like my whole life. Something you can't get at home. Yes. In San Francisco, you know, coffee and, or maybe, no, that was Seattle. Seattle's coffee, San Francisco. I don't remember. I fucking hate San Francisco. Oh, the like the the sourdough bread bowls or whatever. Oh. I didn't get one, but well, okay. There's always something to expand your horizons. Yeah, Even something they do parks. good. You could do that at theme park. Might be things to do on a vacation, but if that is your vacation, you know certain theme parks have different foods that other theme parks don't have. So correct. That's my first overall pick. Okay, I don't hate it. it I mean, it would have been on my list eventually. Okay. Um, but I don't hate it. Thank you. My second overall pick is sex. <laughs> you know, I stayed away from this. I'm yeah, being I, I I thought it was gonna be your one on one, so I just didn't even bother. It's sex. I mean, I'm glad I got it in the second round. That feels like value. Well, uh, see, I I'm waiting till marriage. Nice. Um, yeah, married. Lots of sex. <laughs> congratulations. Don't gotta wait for nothing. <laughs> congratulations. Um, it's something about vacation, man. That's fair. Everywhere you go, you're just having sex in new adventurous places, <laughs> and it's so much fun. All right. Um, my next pick is going to be very broad, which it might steal something from you, but that's okay because I feel like it can be broad. And that's just buy souvenirs. Um, whether I buy I, – my personal souvenir choice for myself is a T-shirt. I like it and stuff I can commemorate it with. Um, I go to the baseball games, and I get the little bats, um, get some magnets. Whatever you collect uh, for your vacate, like from your vacation stops, uh, you just get souvenirs. What, it doesn't matter what you like. You can get something to commemorate the trip. Yeah, souvenirs are great. Um, they're they're fun little things to remember the great time you had on vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, you get them for other people. Mm-hmm. Shirts are the go-to move for me. Shirts are great. Vacation shirts. Did you buy a shirt in Maui? Got like three. Exactly. It's always good to have. And shirts. you not only do you ex- like you remember the trip, but you're expanding your wardrobe. Exactly. It's like it. It's like a. That's why because my brain works in stupid ways. I'm thinking of the practicality of souvenirs. You're like, not only is this a souvenir, it's also an additional shirt to yeah. wear. It's very practical. And you get a little bit of that. You get a little taste of the vacation when you throw it on. You remember the good times when you wear and it. And you flex a little bit. Yeah, you're like, like, see this? Been to Maui. When I wear my, my Fenway Park shirt that's like Dodgers versus Red Sox because that only happens every like eight years, I'm like, yeah, bitches, I was there. Been there. Seen that. But then I wear that World Series hat Miko got me, and I was not there. And I've gotten no. multiple questions about it. <laughs> nice. So, <laughs> yeah, I got no fucking clue. This is a souvenir. Find <laughs> <laughs> souvenirs. Um, third pick. Um, it's just getting a tan. <laughs> okay. Going on vacation. It's a specific vacation, but yeah. Well, do you, usually if you go to vacation, like you're out, even if it's like a theme park or somewhere, you're out in the sun a lot. People can tell when you've been on vacation. You come back, you go to work, you go to you know school wherever it the you have been. Same to me when you came back. I was shades darker. <laughs> Signi- I mean the fucking tan line from like my waist. Well I, I don't see the below that so I it wouldn't was have anything neon. to compare it to. It neon. <laughs> you just get a little tan, you just feel good about yourself you're a little darker, you get a little bit of sun. Um Increase on the, the island I got skin cancer. I got burnt like a motherfucker. I, I yeah, did. You need to wear fucking sunscreen, dude. I did. I was told you intentionally did not wear sunscreen certain. One days. day to get dark. And I put it on halfway through the day. I just it was, put suntan it, oil, like oil on, or whatever. Well, I didn't have that, so my my theory was like two hours without sunscreen, and then sunscreen. So I get a little bit of sun. You and intentionally fucking burnt yourself. Correct. Yeah, I wanted to, I wa- third overall pick, getting a tan. I wanted the tan. <laughs> Can you promise me you'll put sunscreen on this weekend at the lake? I can't while promise you're fishing. That. Please, I can't promise that. Make sure Victoria does it. I can't promise that. While you're fishing, she'll just fucking rub your back. <laughs> Are you gonna fish with your shirt on or shirt off? I feel like i got to go shirt off at the lake, right? Yeah. How are you guys doing that? You got a boat? You got a boat rental. Chris had like a free boat rental thing. So he's like, yeah, you guys can use it. Nice. So there's just like a boat waiting for us. Wish I could go. Be sick. You should just come. I I, I, have, I can't. Why? I have shit to do. Fuck! Don't, don't do that responsibilities. shit. I can't lake. just not do it. <laughs> just go to the lake. Come fishing, Jim. Um, look, so I don't think you have any of my the rest of mine. Um, I'm going to pick the more more relatable one. Um. It was my fifth overall pick, but I'm picking a third. I'm gonna go check Zillow to see how much it would cost to live there. I've done this on every single vacation I've met. Every <laughs> even if I don't wanna live there. I'm like, Seattle? How much did it cost to live here? I'm like, oh, way too much. Every time. But no matter where you go. Phoenix, how much it costs to live here? Yep. Fucking Orlando, how much it costs to live here? Like every no matter where I go, I'm checking the Zillow. Every Un- time. Undoubtedly. That's a great pick. <laughs> Thank you. You have to. You have to know how much the locals are, are making. What their their money looks like. And then you keep like the one percent in your mind, like, oh maybe I can I could live here one day. I'm still doing that with why. I'm yeah. gonna live there one day. That's a great place to live. Fuck yeah. Great place to live. That's a great pick. Thank you, Ty. Um my next pick, this feels really personal. I always um I don't plan ahead when going to like a hotel or something. And <laughs> I'm shocked. Shocked. <laughs> and when I get uh, my pick is being dehydrated. <laughs> That does not happen to me. I, I always end up really fucking thirsty with no water in the hotel room. Because, I like, the fucking when I'm home, I just got a fridge. I just get a cup and get water. And I always just end up laying there without fucking waters to drink. And, like, having to run and pay, like, the $3 at the fucking vending machine for, like, a bottled water. That's by the ice machine. I've been struggling before. I've gotten the ice and used a hair dryer to melt the ice. And then drink that? Yeah, that's disgusting. You put that ice in your drinks? Yeah, I I don't personally, but that's true. People do do that. Eh, no problem with it. I I, think, I, just, I thought the purpose of that ice was to like put beers in it. Yeah, that's what my dad used it for. Well, yeah, I, I do that too. Sometimes when my dad would forget like his uh, cooler and we went to Vegas, he would just fill up the fucking sink with ice and then put his beers in it. That's a good play. Yeah, I was like, wow, it's life nice and chilly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just being dehydrated. Though, I, I always get dehydrated. I never have enough liquids to drink. Um, I just need to start buying a case, so, a case of water every trip. So this is funny. Cause I have the reverse problem where I'm so worried about dehydrating that I might hinder my experience because I'm carrying 15 pounds of water with me at all times.
0: There's gotcha. pictures
1: of us in Seattle where it was our first day there. We flew in. Um, we got there like late. I believe if my memory suits me correctly, which went to the Airbnb, whatever it was, I don't remember exactly, but it was our first day around town and our first stop before. Um, what is that market called? In Seattle, fish Fisherman's. Wolf? No, that's San Francisco. No clue. Oh God, whatever it's called. Before we went there, we went to a Target and I bought an entire case of water and fucking bought a reusable Target grocery bag and put all of the water bottles. It wasn't. A, it wasn't like a thirty-two pack. I think it was still like a twenty-four pack. Put all of the water bottles in this reusable grocery bag and carried it on my fucking shoulder all day. Yeah, you're an idiot. And because I don't want to be dehydrated, and I refuse to pay five dollars for a water. Um, but no matter where we go, I mean, Chicago, one of my first stops, we went to CBS, got some water. Um, just, I'm, I'm always prepared in this regard, so I cannot relate with you. Well, is that a pick or that's just, a no, I'm just, i gotcha. Just you just over prepare. Yeah. With, with liquids. Yeah. Got it. And nothing better than staying hydrated. Uh, my fourth overall pick. See, I don't think you're going to pick this cause you might not be as cultured as me as I am. I'm gonna go with go to museums. Nice. Um, <laughs> We always go to museums everywhere we go. Been to a museum in San Francisco, been to a museum in Seattle, Chicago, New York. That might not be true. I don't think we went to one in New York. I might have technically a uh, baseball hall of fame. That's a museum. Yeah. Um, can't say I've been to a museum in Orlando, but besides that, pretty much everywhere I've gone, not Arizona, we didn't go to a museum together. Been quite a while since I've been to a museum. And I don't like artsy museums. I like like in Chicago, they have a really cool science museum, um, you know, just shit like that. Yeah. Pop culture museum in Seattle. That was really, really cool. That's, that's dope. dope. That's my play. Museums. I go to a lot of botanical gardens. I would consider that a museum. It's like of a sorts. flower museum. Or By plant. a lot, do you just mean the one in Seattle? I've been to the one in Seattle. I think that we went cool. to one in, in uh, San Francisco. We went to one in Hawaii. Which I was like, it's fucking everywhere, but they still have a lot. The island's a museum. <laughs> yeah. I go to a lot of botanical gardens, not museums. I think that's just an outdoor museum. Fair. This museum of nature, love that. Uh, my pick is much less cultured. My final pick, um, again, this list got really personal. <laughs> Wishing I had better eyes to buy cool sunglasses. Okay, everywhere okay. I go, I always just want sunglasses, and I'm always just on like it goes along with getting a tan. Like you're out in the sun all day, and you get pissed off every time that I gotta like if I want better sunglasses, I got to like buy them. They got to be prescription and I got to like switch them out and then keep my real glasses on me. I just want to be able to fucking buy sunglasses. So is this a problem of not having sunglasses in, in, in whole? Or is it like you see a, a specific cool pair you like, or is it like you go on vacation and you realize that there's a sunglasses filled hole in your life? And L- that's little of oh, sunglasses hole in my life because I'm out in the sun and I'm very aware of it. And then, like, souvenir shopping and everything, they always got, like, this fucking little spitting <laughs> things with, you know, a bunch of sunglasses and stuff. And it's just there, and I always wanted them. I'm like, yeah, too bad I'm blind as a fucking bat. Don't they have, like, isn't there a solution to this? Yeah. sunglasses? Exactly, but then I have to keep my real ones on me, and then I got to switch them out, and it's like a giant pain in the ass. Instead of just, or like, sunglasses on, sunglasses off. you on. get the sweet-ass, uh, the ones that change. What yeah, are those, those, aren't, those aren't sweet. <laughs> what are those called? Uh, transitions. You should get transitions. No. Nah. That'd be fucking sweet. Yeah. Your dad, I feel like your dad would wear transitions. He had transitions in the past, yeah. I'm going to get you some transitions for Christmas. No. You wouldn't wear them? No. What if they were just like those glasses with no. transitions? No. <laughs> okay. Why aren't they cool? Because right, they're not. Okay. My fifth overall pick. <laughs> Again, I'll just go with the person. I'm going to say mini golf. Me and Ryan make it a point to mini golf everywhere we go. Very simple. Yeah, I don't do that. That's a personal thing, and I appreciate it. You went mini-golfing you with, with us in Phoenix. Yeah, we did. Did I win? No, I didn't win. I don't remember. I just remember there was that those kids behind us that were uh, very Oh, obnoxious. really pissing me off. Yeah, and, like slamming their ball into us. Well, they didn't like actually get one of us because I would I go yeah. off. I was almost going off without them touching us. Yeah, and that was during, like, I mean, COVID wasn't as, I mean, shit, it's probably worse now, but, like, we were indoors, and I was kind of uncomfortable. and yeah. wasn't the best time. Yeah. But you had to fucking get a mini golf trip in, mm-hmm. so I respect it. Of course. Always. Um, what got left off the list here, Jay? Nothing. I got all my five. <laughs> I only wrote <laughs> I down five. Um, two of them were from the part of my take thing, so I didn't I didn't use it, but losing your room key. I've you, never you're done that. Big, you're a big Airbnb guy. Yeah. So it's kind of hard for you to. Um, but I always end up losing a fucking room key or panicking that I lost a room key. Never lost a room key. Uh, look at me, Mister Responsible. I'm Jason. <laughs> You're having a good time. A, You're not worried about your fucking room key. Here's a pick: connecting with your Airbnb host named John. Fuck John. He's <laughs> a fucking weirdo. Buying your Airbnb host a gift. He's a fucking did that weirdo. How was he weird? I, I didn't like him. Bad vibes. Nothing but bad vibes. Um, I thought about picking um, in the morning, walking down and going like to the nearest Starbucks or coffee shop and getting a coffee. Did that in Chicago every morning. Walked about. Only like a quarter mile there, but to a Starbucks that was on like the popular Chicago street. Yeah, I sent you a Snapchat of me drinking coffee every morning in Hawaii. Except for like one. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, that was – if I had been to Hawaii, my first overall pick would have been sipping coffee on the porch in the morning. But that's the problem. This is a pro like a personal problem that I have, Ty. I've never had like just a a slow down vacation. Like just relax. Ever. Mm, You got to plan empty days. Ever. That's your – you ruin vacations that way. By overbooking a vacation. We ha- book free days. We do. So like we've had free days, but then we find something to do. We kind of just float to so go back to vacation friends on our free days. We don't just like do nothing, but we kind of just float. See, there was, I mean, we sat a day where like, we just sat in the Airbnb, just chilling for like three hours and just kind of meandered down to the beach, just kind of chilled there a little bit. Great relaxed days. We kind of do it. I mean, the day we recorded the podcast when I was in Chicago was kind of a relaxed day. It's so underrated is free days yeah it's almost as good as booking full days see but i've never been to like a tropical kind of vacation where well you can do it in chicago in a city and wherever I just sit in a hotel room i don't know just i'd, I'd want to be just outside kinda, just, just kind of walk around the area and just kind of see things without a goal like without a without a destination okay Just like oh, let's go check out over here you fucking love malls how do you not have free days where you just walk around the cities well we do but like, i don't consider those shit. free days I consider those very goal-oriented days. Nah, see, that's you got to change your thought process <laughs> there. That's a free day. Don't don't have a goal. Just see where life takes you. Going to the movies is also a vacation thing that me and Riley started doing. Um, yeah, saw nobody in Chicago, which my dad actually didn't like. I was surprised. I thought he would like it. I don't know. You probably never watched it, like I told you to. Correct. I I watched Ted Lasso. Yeah, how do you all caught up? Yeah, I know you're completely caught up. Yeah. And you love it That's what after so, you're saying, "Ah, yeah, it's okay." It's because you were like, "Oh, it's so funny." It's not that funny. It is very funny. Like it's funny, but it's not that funny. It's I just like the funny. story. I enjoy it. it's a it's a feel good watch. I was I saw a tweet that said the new episode, episode six or whatever of season two is that already out? Maybe I think there we was may a tear jerking scene. Have you watched oh. a tear jerking scene? I don't remember. It's it's been like a week since we watched the last one. Okay, so I'm a little scared then because we just started season two. We watched episode one because I gave myself a break because I wanted oh. to reflect in it. Well. The way the last one ended would set up a tear-jerking scene for the next one. Okay. It did end kind of on a cliffhanger, and then we had to wait to watch the next one. Was sucked. Yeah, I don't like that. That's why I, I'm trying to go slow. I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop watching them. I had to get – I I literally – we took like a five-day break before we started season two because I wanted to reflect on it, like as stupid as that sounds. Because I, I don't know. I feel like it's changed me. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's a feel-good watch. It's not like funny, ha-ha, I'm cracking great. up. fine. It's it's a chuckle movie like show, but it's not like a hilarious show. It's just a feel good watch. You're telling me when Ted Lasso said people didn't look at me this strangely in a room since I walked into a Planned Parenthood meeting with a red baseball cap on. You tell me that wasn't funny? It's it's funny. <laughs> I fucking laughed out loud when he said that. It's funny, <laughs> but it's just like oh Ted, that's Ted. <laughs> I did notice in season two they were doing more of like the jokes, the Ted Lasso jokes in season one. Like, they saw success, and they, like, at least the first episode, there was a lot of just, like... They rode with it. Yeah. Which is fine. I love them. That's all I got for you, Ty. Oh, actually, no. I got one more thing for you. Random Rotten, rotten Tomatoes movie score to wrap up the podcast. We did Vacation Friends. So, I'm going to give you one of my dad's favorite movies of all time. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I'd say this is top three to five 87%. for my dad. percent What was that? 87%. 67%. 46 Really? yeah 86 audience you were almost spot on an audience only 67 not certified fresh you ever watch that <laughs> as much as my dad loves it no yeah i've never seen it i know of it like i'm very aware of it never watched it yeah my dad watches it every christmas apparently i've never seen it so <laughs> i don't know when he's watching it <laughs> next week jay um shang chi shang chi shang chi <laughs> okay. found out we've been pronouncing it wrong the entire time and the trailers and everything it says shang chi oh okay Uh, so I'm making a mental note to try and change how we say it Shang-Chi okay because I I was listening to another pod and they said Shang-Chi and I was like oh why the fuck do they say it like that and then I went like the trailer came out and it was all Shang-Chi and I was like I've just been saying this wrong for the past eight months oh stupid Americans (laughs) Uh, Shang-Chi though next week it's gonna be electric after that we got three movies to choose from don't know which one we're gonna watch so I'm not gonna announce it yet um, and check out Within the Line Sports releasing Friday. Uh, continue our NFL season preview. MVP, division winners, playoff predictions, all that and more. Awards. More than just MVP. Yes, awards. You're correct. Be a good friend, everybody.